0: let's go one two one two
1: three four doodle left.
0: Doodle, 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 doodle. all right today is april saturday april 22nd and it's podcast day and the yankees One, on podcast day. We won the last game of a series, so we get to have a happy, jovial podcast. We're going to talk about the Yankees. We're going to talk about the call-ups. We're going to talk about Glaber. We're going to talk about Severino. We're going to talk about Anduhar. We're going to talk about everything Yankees, because they just won three games out of four versus the Toronto Blue Jays. Let's recap this series. Let's talk Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy Jake. Recaps galore for weekly awards. That line steaming hot takes your Yankees news with these two findings. It's time for talking Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy, John Boy Jake. Talking Yanks with old John Boy, John Boy Jake. All right, thank you everyone for tuning in and joining us. This is good. We are happy. My name is John Boy. I'm coming to you from Northern California. And I have my co-host Jake coming to you from Denver, too, transplanted Yankee fans, originally from the East Coast. What's up, Jake? Hi, Jimmy. Happy, watch, happy Sevi Day. Games? I watched a little bit of the games. I was able to catch some. You know, usually I uh, I was just like falling on my phone while I'm on the train. But today I got to Sevi sit down Sunday. and watch. Sevi Sunday, Glaber Day. But Andrew Har said, uh-uh, uh-uh-uh. Uh-uh. It's still about me, buddy.
1: I think send them down.
0: Send them it's down. Getting too
1: getting too cocky.
0: Send them down and then call them up. That's what I always say. Yeah. Yep. Just you know, everyone's happy when they get called up. So you you just you have someone slumping, you send them down for like an hour. You just put them on the bus. They're demoralized. They're like, yes. fuck. Th- fuck. I really need to start hitting better. Next time I'm gonna I'm gonna grind it out. You know, and they're on the bus, they're like pulling away from the stadium. Send them a text, you've been called back up. He gets off the bus. The whole team's there, like showers him in love. And says, so, yeah, you got called back up. You're back. You're back. And then he's like, okay, I'm going to take advantage of this. That should be the new slump buster. Send him down. Call him up. Be real messed up if there's a
1: fake bus to scrain outside the dugout <laughs> locker room. And at anytime anyone starts slumping, oh, you get on that bus.
0: They just start revving. Like they rev the engine of the bus.
1: Tyler, when
0: you live on the bus. Oh, I, the internet's so bad. You said, Tyler Wade, you live on the bus? Yeah. Yeah, Tyler Wade lives on that bus. We'll talk about Tyler Wade going down. First, though, it, we have our swinging bunch. You just want to go straight and swing? Well, let's recap, I guess. I always want to get ahead of myself. Yeah, we got to talk about the games a little bit. CC went the first game, couldn't get out of the fifth inning, but he pitched well in that short period. He was hurt by errors, which extended him, and he also wasn't going to be on a big pitch count because he just coming off the DL. And then we had good bullpen. Dellen was good. D Rob was good. Chapman was good. Judge Homeward versus Clippard. Wade and Walker were in the lineup, which was a point of contention with a lot of fans, but they did squeak two runs out, which helped in a close game. Like they didn't have great performances, but they did help win that game. Game two, Sonny, bad. Herman has to come in, not great. Then Warren comes in, throws like 46 pitches. He's on the DL. We'll get into that. Austin, Andy Horner, Carlo, all homer. Toe has three hits, and we lose, and it was pretty heartbreaking. Like, that was definitely the lowest point of this of this uh, series. I had, a, I had to throw my phone and go away and go for a walk. It was my first time in the season I had to separate myself from my phone after a Yankee game.
1: It looked like cool counterpunch baseball. You know, the Yanks got their runs. Toronto got theirs. The Yanks got theirs. Toronto and four back and And then the Yankees stopped, which sucked.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it looked like it was going to be a barn, barn burner, and everyone was just going to score, score, score. And then the Yankees stopped scoring, and they kept scoring. And it was like, shit, bummer. Barn burner? Is that just a hockey term? No, that's a term. Okay. Game three comes around, and Gumby is our savior. Shreven Holder, but really the bats uh, Judge Homer, Andujar threw eyes. We win like nine to one or something like that, I think. And then Game Four, Sunday, Sevy Sunday, Anduhar again, Didi again, and Sebby again. We end up taking three out of four, and we've won six of our last nine. Jake, would you would you believe that if like you heard that? Because I, I I keep saying it over and over, like we've won five of our last eight, six of our last nine, because the losses feel so brutal that you forget we are winning more than losing last two weeks yeah we're two games over 500 it's
1: i don't know a lot of panic baseball the losses have felt a little harder than you feel like they should but definitely we're playing all right three out of four and then it just felt like we were just going every other game before that so yeah yeah and the orioles orioles are playing good baseball coming in orioles were you mean blue jays or orioles (laughs) orioles suck uh (laughs) blue blue jays blue jays were 12 and five Coming into that series. So it was a nice, nice little series.
0: Yeah, I enjoyed it very much. Okay, so let's go into the swinging bunts first, Jake. Little squibber here, swinging butt. And sure. we'll open it up with this one. I cursed the Red Sox. All right. So I live in the Bay Area. I went to the Red Sox-Oakland game. I sent out a tweet as soon as I got there. I'm here to curse the Red Sox. People didn't believe me. They didn't think I had the powers to curse anything. They thought I was just joking. But I was doing a lot of this, and for those that can't see, which is everyone, I was opening up my hand and shaking it like like I was blowing fire at the field because my friend's a Red Sox fan. He was like, you're not really going to curse them. And I said, watch. Then they got no hit. So curse is on. I mean, yet Red Sox are playing right now. It's not, new curse. It's not just a one-day curse. How long does this curse go? As long as um, it goes, I I just put it on them.
1: So what is the curse? Is it because they the Red Sox have hits today? Is it just
0: no? It's how just, how are you
1: defining the curse?
0: Their their historic run is over, and that's like that chapter. It's closed because I cursed them.
1: Closed. So historic start chapter chapter one closed closed chapter two the John Boy curse
0: yes. Yes. Okay. A lot of people were saying Curse of the Jambino. I liked that. Oh, wow! So I did get to see the no-hitter, though. That was kind of cool. Yeah. I will say this. That was a scorekeeper's no-hitter because that error yeah. they gave on Simeon in, like, the third was ridiculous. I, as soon as he dropped that ball and they put it up as the score as an error and not a hit, I turned to my buddy, who's a Red Sox fan, and we were both like, that's some home cooking. <laughs> that yeah. is uh, really tough. The Benintendi play... He he avoided the tag. This isn't talking Red Sox. Still awesome game by Manaya The curse is has been put upon the Red Sox and I got to I got to see a, a really good game. That
1: that hit error you're talking about, they interviewed Manaya after the game and he said they were asked him like, Oh, when did you start thinking about the no hitter? And he's like, Honestly, I thought I had a one hitter going <laughs> until the eighth inning and then he saw it and was like, Oh <laughs> so <laughs> kinda kinda funny. That's baseball.
0: It's baseball. If the scorekeeper is the Red Sox scorekeeper, that's a hit. Yes. But that's how baseball goes, so whatever. It was pretty cool. We were in a suite with a lot of non-baseball people, and when the 8th inning happened, I like told people, like the like the girls and I even told Katie, my girlfriend, I was like, "This is now a national televised game, like and every baseball fan's watching and they will be celebrating on the field. Like you're watching something really special and they're like, oh, we don't care." Yeah. No. Sounds boring. No hits, boring very boring
1: yeah
0: all right let's go oh, into some more
1: i'm trying to think of what's a good comparison like oh yeah these are the new home stylings for 2019 first reveal
0: oh they I just like. they just came out with what colors are the colors of 2018 like ooh, yeah. i don't, don't i don't care no yellow, um, yellow again I, I wear gray and dark blue <laughs> yep i wear gray and blue and that's all I, and sometimes white okay another swinging bun we'll just do the injury updates. We'll put them in the swinging bunts. Drury, yeah. this is good news, Jake. They found out why Drury has blinding migraines. So it's a neck strain something like that. Like a tendon in his neck? Some medical words made him go blind. I blinding. think I have that. You think I think you have a lot of things that are bad. I'm like 90% I have that. So that's good. That hip
1: thing that was going around, got that. Hip thing, yeah. I his probably... neck thing, all day. All day I'm stretching my
0: neck. I probably got a bone spur or, or two. Yo, this
1: killed me and also <laughs> applies. I lost it, and I was glad you caught it on Twitter. <laughs> Troy Tulowitzki with surgery on both feet? <laughs> both feet. What? <laughs>
0: <laughs> just in a wheelchair. This
1: was... Doc, some something feels wrong. Oh, it's gonna have to be both feet this time. He's just no, 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 no. no. <laughs> can't
0: be, can't be. What is Troy, Troy? Is he Just a butterfly? Like just like gotta have mirror mirror injuries all the time. <laughs> that that was
1: I literally can't imagine what happened. Both feet.
0: Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, irritated tendon running from his neck into his head. That's what. The cause. So it is good. They found a reason. That sounds like, right. I don't know how they figured that out. They just check every tendon. What is up with that pussy ass tendon causing him to go blind? I'd be so pissed. Yeah. <laughs> Why? sucks. Six years. Oh, it's just this tendon. Yeah, we'll just give you a shot of cord zone. That's good. Okay.
1: Is that it? Like, is he back? What's the deal?
0: Yeah, like, yeah, he's he's starting rehab games this week. I can see again.
1: I'll play baseball again.
0: Imagine playing baseball with headaches and blinding migraines for six years and then having the clear sight to play. You're like, oh, my God, I I am Babe Ruth. Yeah, this is amazing. (laughs) Or what what,
1: terrible. Do you think he'll want the migraines back?
0: Yeah, he goes like 0 for 10 with 10 strikes. I can't see shit.
1: Lock up this freaking tendon.
0: The blurs, it was good. It was good for me. Good blurry. (laughs) Seeing too clear. Like he could never pick up the laces on a baseball and everyone's like, you can see the spin out of his hand. Like, no, nah. you mean that blurry white thing?
1: Yeah. Just aim for the blurry white thing.
0: No details on that, man. Hey, can you guys see?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Is anyone else having trouble like seeing the picture?
0: (laughs) No, Drury. (laughs) No, man. What do you mean? You guys don't just like go temporarily blind sometimes? (laughs) No, no, man. (laughs) Drew, are you going blind while playing baseball? <laughs> <It's a> problem. <laughs> For the past six years, he got tough
1: about it. Like, no, I'm messing with you guys. He's yeah. just got good stuff. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Drew, how's his uh, how's his stuff look? Oh no, I can see as one of those blind at bats.
1: So we're happy.
0: We're happy. Clint Frazier tweeted out Monday, just Monday. Yeah. So something's going to happen day. Monday. If Clint's healthy, do you think he comes on the team? And also, do you think Clint like Andujar's raking? Glaber just got called up and is like all the rage. Clint's been putting the back burner a little bit. Probably.
1: He's been doing baseball activities, right? Yeah. I think like... Another classic baseball phrase. Like, what's that mean? Why do they say that? <laughs> They've resumed baseball activities. Yeah. Oh, cool. Cool.
0: But tell me more.
1: What What else do, are he supposed to be doing? <laughs> because
0: he's a baseball player. Yeah. I do you think Clint makes the team on Monday? Like if okay, so we're taking his cryptic ass tweet and let's try to let's try what does Clint mean here? Monday. He going to be Has he been playing games? Minor league games. I think he's – I don't know because it's all these weird okay. baseball things. He's been with the Tampa Tarpoons and right. the Double A team. Uh, I don't know if he's been playing. I think if he's playing games, we would have seen highlight clips and all that. So I think he's just been working out with the team. So, maybe, so I'm guessing
1: Monday's a league game would be my guess.
0: Rehab game,
1: yeah. Okay,
0: when he rehabs, do you think there's space for him up in the big league club? I'm gonna say yes, but there's not every day at bats. No,
1: but I mean you could you could use him, and the thing that was holding Clint back was kind of positional stuff and. The Yanks this year have kind of shown that's out the window a little bit. If you're an outfielder, they'll let you play in the outfield. (laughs) Yeah. If you're an outfielder, they're going to let you play in the outfield. Judge has played center. Stanton's playing left. If you're an infielder, you're playing all over the infield for the most part. So I could see some at-bats for Clint. And, I mean, Tyler Wade's still on the active roster, so there's a spot available.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wait, Tyler Wade is is on the 40, man.
1: Is he down?
0: Yeah, he got sent to AAA, which is, brings us into our gappers, roster moves. Okay. Warren went to the DL, which I right. said was a fake roster fake move DL. right away, but now they're saying he's going to be on the DL for longer. It, it That almost seems like they're like doubling down on, like, no, this is real, because the dude threw 40 pitches and looked fine, and then th- th- clearly they wanted – fresh arms up for this 16 games and 16 day stretch so they manipulate the 10 day DL send him down bring in Holder who's got fresh arm because they don't they're not positive what Monty can give them the next day so it's it reeked of fake fraud DL move and then they're like no he's actually hurt we're expecting him to be gone for more than 10 days I still am skeptical until I see him down for more than 10 days it still really doesn't matter at all it was a back strain so we'll see what happens with Warren
1: so Warren goes to the DL.
0: Yep. Replaced by Jonathan Holder.
1: Holder comes up. Yep. So then Glaber Glaber and David Hale come up. Yep. For Wade and Peterson. Okay, so I missed I saw Peterson get DFA'd and I thought that was the transaction. Just Glaber for Jace and then Hale for Doo do uh Hail for Warren. But, okay, so there was another transaction there.
0: Tough to keep up. So, Jace Peterson had to get DFA'd because Glaber wasn't on the 40-man. So, they had to get rid of someone to make room for him. So, tough for Jace. He'll probably elect to become a free agent and then sign with the Yankees in three days and do the whole dance again.
1: Yeah.
0: Tyler Wade gets sent down, and we'll make this a pretty Tyler Wade-free episode besides, hey, go change your swing because it's too loopy and it really sucks you didn't take advantage of this because coming out of camp, so cock so confident and so had such good spring.
1: And it's like all he can do, right? Like at this point at this point he can't go down a triple A just play regular baseball. He has to do, like, a stance change or something, right?
0: I would think, like, because if he goes down there with this very same stance, which he's had in AAA before and raked, it works in AAA, but then he comes back up with the same swing again. It's like, well, dude, you didn't make any changes. Like, you couldn't hit Major League Baseball the first two times with this swing. He needs to shorten and tighten that up. I'm no expert at all. I have no knowledge of, like, swings and, like, ins and outs and all that shit, but I think even... I, and everyone listening knows his swing was, like, way too long. <laughs> got to go inverted. Got to go inverted. Yeah, got to go.
1: Have to. That's what everyone's doing.
0: So Glaber gets called up. I don't – everyone was upset he didn't called up right away. They didn't want a grievance, whatever. He gets called up. I want to go back to our PPPs on Glaber because I think I said I have him playing, like, 140 games, and he may. They call him up to be the everyday second baseman.
1: Yeah, and I saw I saw that tweet by Jack Curry too. I mean, that's we're just projecting a lot of health and him playing well and there's a lot of guys that need a bat still. So yes, it's nice to say that and I hope he can do that and do that well, but I'm not putting that down yet. Not well,
0: they're saying he's gonna get everyday he's gonna get the chance as the everyday second yeah, baseman. So did Tyler Wade. I don't think Tyler Wade ever did. He was always kind of in a platoon situation because he's a lefty. Yeah,
1: because he couldn't hit.
0: (laughs) Yes, but I don't think... If if
1: he hit a couple at-bats, I bet he would have got a lot of regular playing time.
0: That's true. Well, they expect expect, uh, Glaber to hit.
1: Yeah, they expect and hope still. I mean, we'll, we'll get there in a little bit.
0: I mean, his competition right now is toe.
1: Right, but it could also turn into... Drury, it could turn into Anduhart. This is the big stinky cheese, so let's just cheese it.
0: Sure, okay. Well, big stinky cheese. Got some cheese, bud! Got some big stinky cheese! How's this infield play out when healthy? Now, I think a lot of this is kind of wasted breath, but it's fun to discuss because I think it'll play itself out regularly. I think when Drury comes back, he has third base.
1: Like, you could get stabbed for that right now. You know that, right?
0: Yeah, but I think – that I mean, everywhere I go for, like, rational takes, that's the rational take.
1: So then what do you do with Andujar?
0: So I think Hicks might get a little fucked out of this situation because Giancarlo's played left and he's comfortable in there, which you could slide Andujar to DH, and, and he, him and Giancarlo can swap DH, and then Giancarlo go to left, and then Hicks could see some bench spots too.
1: You think Hicks, is losing playing time now due to this infield.
0: If Andujar keeps raking like this, and Giancarlo is now comfortable and left, I think some games you could see Andujar at DH and Giancarlo and left.
1: Well, now you're cutting into Gardner and Hicks, who Hicks has been very good this year, Two ninety-four, twenty-one. He's played like four games. He's played nine games, you right. jerk a And he is
0: the best defender, arguably, on the team. It's true. I don't know how it works out, but I, I think Drew... <laughs> I mean, neither do you. We're all just guessing. I think Drury is going to be the everyday third baseman when he comes back, unless Andujar shows fast improvement with his glove. And he had a good game today, Sunday, with his glove. But overall, he hasn't looked great with his glove. Dude can hit though. If he's getting multiple base hits every single game, there's no way they're going to sit him down. I don't think that's. I don't think that'll keep up. I hope this, so. This is
1: where I I've come around on Andujar a little bit. And you wonder if he's streaky or if he just kind of had this, you know, in spring training he went nuts over a little bit, he cooled off, he came up, he cooled off, and now he's blazing hot. The thing that I found interesting is the – it's the new – this is another new MLB stat, but I think you're going to like this one. I like this one. It's called, like, barrels or barreling. Yeah. And it's when you hit the ball so hard or something like that that the results – of you hitting the ball that hard result in you having a 500, a 500 batting average and like a 1500 OBS or something like that. It's, it's a little sloppy, but it's basically, do you hit the ball really hard? And when you do, does it give you hits?
0: (laughs) I don't understand why doesn't exit velocity doesn't (laughs) exit velocity cover that.
1: Um, not necessarily. Let me, uh,
0: I don't understand the stat throughout. Like you have 500 batting average. That made no sense.
1: Okay. So it's a new, it's called barrels. Okay. MLB's newest stat cast treasure. <laughs> a barrel is defined as a well-struck ball where the combination of exit velocity and launch angle Generally leads to a minimum five hundred batting average and fifteen hundred slugging percentage. So I kind of said it right.
0: I wish that they did it like so. It like when you the exit velocity and the launch angle lead to a this percent chance of a hit. I don't understand. I don't understand the math on Well,
1: that. that's five hundred batting average. That's part of it, but it, they're also trying to show like pop that it would be doubles and home runs and
0: stuff. I'll blindly follow it. I don't get. I don't get. Their their math. Well, I don't know anything about math. (laughs) This is talking math. The math, I think, is. How do you say that hit has a 500 batting average? So
1: here's, I'm giving you the formula. Listen for a sec. So if you hit a ball X amount hard, let's say 100 miles per hour up, and the launch angle is between, I don't know, you know, between 10, 10 degrees and 20 degrees, whatever it is that gives you X amount of chance of getting the hit.
0: I understand exit velocity <laughs> and launch angle and, like, the the chance. Like, Hicks hit one to dead center versus Miami. That had a 98% chance of being a hit, but it got held up in the wind, and it was caught. I understand that. I don't understand where the 500 batting average for a hit, how does that math come into play? Oh, that hit had a 5 I just told you it's
1: X plus Y. If you hit a ball this hard and it's at this launch angle – the chances tell you that it's a 50% chance of being a hit.
0: So that's the terms that it made sense in my dumb brain. Instead of it's 500 <laughs> batting average, you had a 50% chance of being a hit. Basically. Yeah. That seems low for as far as chances go. Whatever. What's Andrew Harris? What Where so did he it start?
1: Before two games, because they dropped it, I think, at the beginning of the Saturday game, they said he was 22nd. In barrels in the major league, and after those two games, I wouldn't be surprised. And it really does seem he he pounds the ball, man. You know, we we saw all this slider stuff, and um, you know, they were talking about a lot on the broadcast today with the young guys on the Blue Jays today, too. Guriel, Teoscar, your boy, and I don't know, man, Anduhar. He looks like he's going to stay and get a lot of bats. I know and it's tough cuz he's in a hot stretch right now.
0: Yeah, it's very easy to say right now and it's awesome. Yeah. I think they really like Drury and I, and I think they're going to give Drury a shot and I think they like they really liked I'm just saying they really liked Drury before spring a lot. So much yeah. so they didn't even give Andy Har a chance to make the team over him. They acted like Andy Hart had a chance, but anyone who followed the quotes and read the tea leaves knew as soon as they signed Drury in their brain, Andrew Hart didn't have a chance of making the team. And it was Drury's spot, even though they said otherwise that was a lie. So it, and I'm not saying what I would do. I'm saying what I'm guessing they would do is they give that spot back to Drury.
1: Yeah. We'll, we'll see. It depends how hot the stick stays. If, it's, if it, it
0: stays like this, it's impossible. Like if right.
1: And Glaber gets going. I mean, and Hey, I know, I know we shrug it off too easily, but my my freaking boy, Roto, I mean, he's hitting four seventeen still. <laughs> yep. 36 at bat, so it's not like he's <laughs> he's just played a couple games and got some base hits. No, he's played 12 games. His 15 hits in 12 games.
0: I'll be very interested to see the next lineup when CeCe or Sonny pitch, and you have ground ball pitchers if they put Andrew Hart third. If they let his hot streak play him, even maybe Tanaka, play him for these ground ball pitchers, then I'll be convinced. Okay, the Yankees don't care about his defense, or they think it's not that big of a problem. Because clearly they—he was hot. He had two like really good games against Miami, and they sat him because they didn't want his defense for CeCe, And it showed why. that the
1: wasn't that the day after he had a bad error too.
0: Yeah, yeah. He had two, two. Well, the Miami series, he looked pretty bad the whole time. Yeah. And Therese got like seven balls, and three of them were scorchers. And you had to wonder if an error on one of those balls opens up to a big inning from CeCe. So I'll, I'll, they showed us already that the two good hitting games from Andujar didn't outdo his defensive weakness for a ground ball pitcher. Now, Sevy and Gumby, they, they, it doesn't matter. But I, we'll see if he plays the D. And I think he will.
1: Gumby needs the D, too.
0: Yeah, he gets new, a lot more flop. T- new T-shirt idea? Gumby needs, needs the D? D. Glaber's at second I think Toe goes back to utility man I love Toe I don't think he'll ever get an everyday starting job
1: Next year not on the Yankees
0: From another team Yeah we both agree on
1: that He's going to be be someone starting second baseman Placido
0: Polanco But I don't think uh, he'll get an everyday I think Walker is Until Bird returns Walker better do something before Bird returns Yeah can we Is he on the hot seat? Walker? Yeah he does have a long history of being a professional hitter, but like you tweeted out, you can't shake him after a month, but after two months, maybe.
1: Yeah, but I mean, it's it's going to be close, man. I mean, we we haven't mentioned Greg Bird coming back. Freaking Tyler Austin's playing really solid baseball. I don't know. You're very right in the fact that, you know, let it play out. If, if everyone's healthy and ready to go at the right time, We'll address it, but at the same time, they better have a plan because you can't send down Anduhar if he keeps hitting 308 and barreling balls. You can't send Terez down at this point. I don't know, man. It's gonna, it's gonna be interesting to see. Yep, it will. And uh, and you're on the record saying Glaber's a bum for going over so far, right? No. So I can quote you on that. No. Okay.
0: Gotcha. Journalism at its finest, right there. Gotcha. Let's get into awards. How about it? You think so? Yeah, I think we get into awards. Well, let's talk the pitching stuff. We, we staff.
1: mentioned pitching before the show. I think we should say that we're not as scared as
0: the rest
1: of the public about pitching, right?
0: Nope, nope. And this is where I get really frustrated, Jake. People get mad at me for being like having an optimistic brain. I think they think like it's I'm putting on a front. Like I'm not. I just logic says these pitchers are pitching worse than their average performance. So logic says they're, it's like bad, and they will get better and pitch to their average, which is good. The red flag is up a little bit with Sonny. If, if he's a
1: bad start away from fake DL trip.
0: Two. He's one more, because it took Tanaka. They didn't do that last year with Tanaka, and, I, and everyone thought they were going to do fake DL with Tanaka last year. Yeah. So, yeah, the red flag is up with Sonny, because it looks like more of a confidence and mental thing. Tanaka, I'm not worried about. I think think Tanaka will bounce back and be Tanaka. And the rest, I'm not even that worried about. CeCe could have went deeper into that game, but he just came off the DL. Yeah. Sebi's amazing. We'll talk about individual performances in the awards. the awards. You go first or I go first? I think I'm supposed to go first. All right, give us your pride of the Yankees.
1: I was going to give my pride of the Yankees, if you don't mind.
0: Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees.
1: Yeah. Jake. Give us your pride of the Yankees. My pride, pride, pride of the Yankees. It's you for the curse. No, man, I'm never giving you the pride. I think that counts. If I edit this right. Yeah, I could edit it. I could edit it to make it count. Thank you. Maybe I'll edit it. Maybe that. Okay. (laughs) Uh, My pride of the Yankees is going to Miguel Andujar. I'll keep this one high and tight. He went four for four today, and he's he's barreling balls, and that's all I care about now, Jimmy. And honestly, he's got – (laughs) he's got a strong arm. I don't know if you saw the one throw he did. He did a lazy canoe throw, a lazy canoe second base throw from third. That's what he does.
0: That's his throw. That's what I've been saying since spring training. That's his normal throw. He slings it. When he comes in and
1: gets it, he does it more than the other throws. Like he really, he drops down (laughs) too much. Yeah, it's weird. Which it's a confident arm and we like that. And hopefully he settles in and finds that range. But, yeah, I mean, he was a force today at the plate. He, he had that when a hitter's locked in look that you, if you throw them anything in the zone, it's going to get popped. And that's what he did. He's got He's got, what, three home runs now? Two home runs? T- two home runs. Two home runs. And, yeah, I mean, the Yankees put up some big numbers this series. And, well, more importantly, they won some, like, real baseball games for the first time, it felt like, which was huge.
0: But uh he's seven for sixteen. He went or let's do this on the series, since this is a series recap, Miguel Andujar sure. went seven for twelve with five RBIs and three runs, and the biggest at bat was the bases loaded clearing double, three RBI double. And we like the helicopter
1: swing, right? It's pretty fun. Kinda cool. It looks it's fun. gonna look when he gets in slumps, it's going to look really bad. But when he's hot, pretty awesome. And he raked. The conversation for the past month, if not longer, has been second base and third base. I'll give all the Andujar huggers some love because this is this is what we thought he can be. At the same time, if you are an Andujar hugger, picture the first two weeks when he was making errors and hitting 100. And if that had happened during last year's Yankees postseason run, you, you would be down off your Andujar perch a little bit. So we're excited. We're glad to have you. You're raking. Barrels, Jimmy.
0: Barrels. Yeah, I'm barrels for all these people. Called him up at the right time. Uh, his last one, two, three, four, five, six games he's played. Two hits, two hits, two hits, one hit, two hits, four hits. Dude's on fire right now. Fibre. That dude, that you say it? and dude, and the and dude. That's terrible. The Dude. The dude with the little tilde over the u. All right, my pride of the Yankees. You ready for it? I mean, obviously, Andy Harbor's was number one. I knew you would take it, right. so I had a backup. And again, this guy's probably going to get a lot of prides, but it's Luis Severino. Nice. This guy's good. Did you guys know Very this? Very good. Hot take. Luis Severino, you know As much as people are like, hey, that Aaron Judge, turns out he's not a fluke. He's doing it again this year. He's really good. Well, let's start saying that about Luis Severino. This dude's fucking so good. He got a little trouble today, like little, like he went deep in the counts, but his first two innings were bully ball. Uh, seven innings pitched, three three hits, one earned run. It's like a solo home run. Those never kill anyone. So Luis Severino is very good. He's cocky. In the way I like pitchers. Like, we always talk about how I don't like Archer, Stroman, like Pineda, where, like, their emotions, like you can see. But Luis Severino puts his emotions on the field. But he's just, like, sh- confident. Like, he's really sure of himself out there. Super fun to watch. And when this pitching staff is faltering, now it's been two times through where, hey, we can count on Severino, though. So, yeah, go, go Luis. And he's still an expecting father. And he will be this entire season because it takes nine months, Jake.
1: I mean, a lot to unfurl there, so I can't even unfurl it. Don't even unfurl. I won't even unfurl today. Give us your Yankee motherfucker. I just want more barrel stats. My Yankee mother fluffer, hey, three out of four games. You guys know I band-aid this one. I thought about giving it to two guys who are supposed to be pretty good on our team. Instead, I'm going to cop out. I'll go Domingo Herman. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to cop out. I'll I'll be honest with you guys. (laughs) We won the series. Domingo came in 1.2 innings, two hits, two runs. The real reason he's getting it is he had four walks. Yeah. So the dude has electric stuff that change up when it's right, and the fastball just have that same wiffle ball motion to it. I think he's going to be a great reliever. Some people still like him as a starter. I've given this speech before. He he had a bad appearance. It, it didn't help win that game. And at, at a certain point, you have to do the old school. Just th- throw it anywhere near the plate. Your stuff's so good, they'll never hit it. You know, Give him one of those speeches, and then it works once. He's all jazzed up. He does it again. He gets rocked because he's just throwing heaters down the middle. And then he's like, okay, so somewhere in between that.
0: Yep. Uh well okay along those same lines my Yankee motherfucker goes to Sonny Gray you got he was a big one he's easy he's uh come on Sonny come on Sonny come on Sonny come on Sonny my also my biggest uh my Yankee my Yankee motherfucker also goes to any fan screaming for a personal catcher for Sonny acting like it's the catcher's fault that he threw like eighty pitches and got zero whiffs right like hey maybe maybe back your brain up and just say Sonny should pitch better. Sonny should pitch better if he's throwing to a piece of cardboard with a hole and a net behind it. It has nothing to do with who's receiving the ball. He's not pitching well.
1: Let me say yes (laughs) to what you just said. But I'm not going to call it a personal catcher, but Romine's earning some at-bats. With the infield situation, it's going to get that much harder. But if we're going to play Romine as much as we are, I'm not saying he should be Sonny's personal catcher, but try it a couple times. Maybe, maybe it is just a mental thing. I, I do. I I, I partially, I partially believe in the caddy catcher. I'm not saying it's there yet, but like, I I think Greg Maddox is the best case ever. And just kind of hysterical that he just loved pitching to that one dude, his whole career, but I'm not there yet. But like, If we were going to give Romine two starts this series anyways, I'm kind of okay with it being the Sonny great game. But I know that's not exactly how things work.
0: People were screaming about this with Tanaka last year, saying it was Gary's fault. He just doesn't pitch well to Gary. Romine needs to catch Tanaka. And the splits were the same because there's such small sample size, you can't lean on them. Sonny needs to pitch better end no excuses no oh it doesn't pitch good in day games no oh it's not it's because the catcher is catching him it's because whatever he just needs to pitch so better
1: are you a period no personal catchers guy yeah
0: I think it's a really real unless you're Tim Wakefield with the knuckleball unless it, I think it's a really really shitty thing your your backup catcher catches once a week the day game after a night game or the night game before a day game those are your two options if you have to start scheduling him in other places then you have to play gary day games after night games or night and two in a row which you don't want to do or you have to use two of romine like we did today and then gary is like one of the best hitters in the league when he's on and he's going to get on so and romine last year i love the dude he's he was bottom 10 hitters and he's worse defensively than gary so stance, man. yeah, he's really good this year. So it's just like such a thing you don't want to do. The only, like we, we did it in 2009. Everyone points to it, with AJ Burnett and Horry Posada. Those motherfuckers hated each other. Like yeah. personal hate, like didn't like looking at each other. They hated each other. It was nothing about pitch selection or pitch calling. AJ Burnett was like, I hate Horry Posada's dumb fucking face. And Hori Posada was like, AJ Burnett's a clown. Yeah. Friends. Sonny Sonny has said the nicest things about Gary. He has like some of the nicer quotes about him. Nice guy. It's just an excuse. Like, it's legit you just searching for an excuse. Sonny is my motherfucker because Sonny alone lost us that game and needs to pitch better and needs to go deeper into games and start throwing strikes. Sure.
1: But I do kind of like personal catchers. I just want that as a side note.
0: You like it because it's like weird. Like, you like it in a. Yes. I like the, I
1: like the romantic side of it. Like that's my dude. I throw to. Yeah, you like laughing about it. Kind of. No, I like if it's a if it's a thing. Like with Greg Maddox, it was a thing. And he was a Hall of Fame career, and it's partially due to that.
0: But that's, like, he earned that. Like, in For Love of the Game, when Kevin Costner has John C. Riley, and they get traded together, when it gets to that level, sure. And that's awesome because you're Greg Maddox or you're Kevin Costner's Billy Chappell, and you're, like, at that level where you're like, hey, if you want me to pitch and win 20 games for you this year, that's my catcher, fine. You get some clout. When you're Sonny Gray, you don't have that clout. You need to earn that clout. Do you think that clout, you don't get clout by using a personal catcher. You get clout, then you get a personal catcher. Let me ask you something. So say the next four Sonny Gray starts. Two good
1: starts with Romine behind the dish, two with Gary behind the dish. Do you even start caving to it at all, or you just say, pitch better,
0: Sonny? If it if it's the next four starts, two are with Romine and two are with Gary, and they're, like, drastically a different. OK, like i it's not like, OK, he went one earned run, three earned runs with Romines and then two earned runs and five earned runs with Gary. Right. They need to be like drastically different for me to even be like, OK, let's tease this. It, it ruins okay. it handcuffs you so much making lineups.
1: It does. And that's that's the unromantic side of it. But if Romine's going to get some at bats, which he is, I don't know. It's something to keep an eye on. We're not there yet.
0: I don't even want to keep an eye on it. I want it.
1: Jimmy's not keeping an eye on it. I have one eye on it. I want my all eyes
0: eye. off. I want you, you're all eyes on Sonny Gray and saying, Sonny needs to pitch better. Everyone looks for excuses. Yeah, it's true. Pitch better, Sonny. Let's go to regular miscellaneous awards. What do you got? You go first. Miscellaneous awards.
1: We need a better name than that.
0: All right. Well, we'll <laughs> ask everyone that's listening, please give us some miscellaneous awards. Which we're about to do. We need you to give us a name for our miscellaneous awards. Also, we need you to go to AffordableJerseys.com. Buy yourself a jersey. They got Glaber jerseys on sale. The Glib Star Glibber, number 25. Teixeira, Teixeira had a really good tweet about that saying he hopes everyone buys them. He hopes he he hopes he becomes a superstar and everyone buys his jersey. And then he can say, hey, look, these people are wearing Mark Teixeira jerseys. Giambi. They are on sale at AffordableJerseys.com. They come from a majestic manufacturer that ships out of Pennsylvania. So go get them and tell them Talking yang sent you. Ya. They sponsor the podcast. They make everything we do happen. So buy a jersey, get yourself a jersey, support us, and have some fun. Let's go. Miscellaneous Awards, which, will, which we are searching for a new name. Jake, you get to go first. This
1: award, great award. I've never been given out before.
0: Wow. First time. But it's... It's the
1: 2020 National League All-Star Game Award. Okay. And it's going to Tyler Austin. (laughs) Tyler Austin will go to a National League team. He will feed on fastballs, and he will make the All-Star team in 2020. I mean, just a light prediction. Um, probably happens though.
0: but wait, before you, before you go deeper, I had an award for Tyler Austin too, and I don't want to table it. So I'll just give my award to Tyler Austin. And then we will talk about Tyler Austin in general. The award that I gave to Tyler Austin was the turning a pro into a nerd award. Wow. And Tyler Austin has turned Neil Walker into just a huge nerd in my eyes. Nerd alert. Yeah. (laughs) Like at first I was like, Oh, Neil looks like a pro up there. He's, like, very calm, very patient, looks like a pro, blah, blah, blah. Now, Neil's doing bad. Tyler Austin, who looks like this big bully meathead. And now I see Neil Walker, and I'm like, whoa, who's this nerd? Can we get the big MLB bully back at first base? He looks much better. So, Tyler Austin.
1: Alert. Yeah, so Tyler got two starts in the J series. He went one for three with a walk today. Two for seven um, on the
0: series, two RBIs.
1: Yeah, and he had a home run off of Estrada, which – are all three of his home runs this year off Estrada? Of yes, they are. So so I'm going to need Estrada to go to the NL in 2020 to help that. But I, what I really liked about the Tyler Austin home run, because now he's up to 286, 375 OBP. So he's, he's playing ball. And what he did was that home run, he went to right field with it. It was a fastball away. He barreled it. I'd have to check with the official stat, but that's my word of the day. I can, But I can. He just threw it into the right field bleachers. And if he can work that into his game, I mean, that would be huge right now. And I think that's because right now I feel every other Tyler Austin at bat, he gets a fastball that he just misses that if he wants to be the player, he should be, he needs to start getting those. And the home run he hit off Estrada was one of those that you could see it when he swung. He didn't even feel that great about it. But after the result, he was like, whoa, I can – he he did like a, <laughs> a Giancarlo Jr. when he's right. He flicked the bat at it, barreled it, right field, out of the stadium. So Tyler Austin's good, man. If he, if he could get a full season at bats for, like, the Reds when Votto retires in 2020 <laughs> – he he could be like a thirty home run guy.
0: So if Bird comes back and Austin's still outperforming Walker, Walker's done, right?
1: We think so. I mean his his contract's not enough to no it's, at that point in the season to hold us back.
0: And and um and Austin can cool down and Walker can cool up. Like that is exactly that's super likely.
1: Neil Walker could have a 500 week. Tyler Austin could have a one for ten week, and now the shoe is totally flipped.
0: If Bird was healthy today, does has Austin? Is it is it enough of Austin and enough of nothing from Walker for Walker to be gone and Austin to be up? I don't think so. I think it's too early. I think I think yeah, Walker I, has another month.
1: They they'd send Austin down and give him the like, hey man, we don't want to do this. It's just a service time thing. We'll. You know, we'll give this a couple days, make sure Greg's healthy and playing well, and then we'll we'll figure something out for you because we think you're a great ball player. Oh, my God. Get me in the front office, Jeff.
0: No. All right. next okay. Next award. You get to go since we did mine. So you're, Tyler Austin gets an award from each of us? Yeah. Well, we didn't do a good prep. Oh, we didn't I'm do a little good. flustered, man. Okay. I'll give my next award. Okay. This award, the um, Gets Out of Jams, which is a skill set of his award. <laughs> And it goes to Jordan Montgomery. Jordan Montgomery, a.k.a. Monty, a.k.a. Gumby, who pitched a great game. Gave us seven innings, I think. Right? Nope. Six something? Six? Okay, six innings, one earned run, four hits. Got into a lot of jams, which he can get himself into. He didn't really have A-plus stuff, but he got out of all those jams. Bend, didn't break, which is something he did all last year and something he's done in a couple games this year. And is a skill set of his, and I. Enjoy he's also
1: it. not. He's also not done that in a
0: couple of games this year. So. Well, no, he 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 has done it, and then sometime then he's broke. But he's even in the game you're talking about against Baltimore, he did like escape two jams, and then he didn't escape one.
1: Right. <laughs> Which, <laughs> if you put yourself in that many jams, you're going to get screwed
0: eventually. So. Sure, but he is good at getting out of jams. Like you can't deny that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, man, but don't put yourself in the jams.
0: Obviously, but it's great that he can grind out of it. Well, that's so that's where I think your logic's messed up. Because,
1: yeah, so he grinds out of a chunk of them, but we shouldn't be rewarding him more than a pitcher that doesn't put himself in those spots.
0: Uh, I'm not rewarding him more. Sebby got pride of the Yankees. He got a miscellaneous awards. It's just really nice to see that he can get out of them. He can bend and not break. Sonny right now can't do that. Pineda could never do that. Well, if his
1: whip stays at 1-4, his career whip is at 1-2-5. If it stays at 1-4, he's not going to keep getting out of it.
0: Sure. I mean He needs to bring it down. Okay. It's been four games. Okay. Yeah. So,
1: (laughs) the same thing for your arguments, then. It's been four games.
0: He's had three good games and one bad game. I like what we're seeing out of Gumby so far.
1: Uh, He's one bad game,
0: one okay, two good games. Six innings, three runs is a quality start. It's a decent game. You're not mad about it. that. No,
1: the Yankees will take that. I, this Yankee team would love that. Yes. For every start.
0: So he's had three good yes. starts, one bad start. Okay. And we really, really needed length in his game. Yeah. Well, it yeah. a 9-1 game. Well, it wasn't 9-1. I mean, it was... No. It was... Patances was going to come in. It was a 3-1 game. Yeah. And then they got the runs. it wasn't. I mean, I don't understand why you're, like, anti-Montgomery. Because it's
1: exactly what I just said. You're, like, you're almost giving him more credit for getting into jams. Like, I'm glad you can get out of them, but I'm I'm not going to give you more credit for that.
0: No. Well, I think it's good. I think Andy Pettit got more credit for it his whole career. His whole career. You're right. Yes. Yes. So, Gumby gets credit for it for me, too. Getting out of jams. It's a good skill set. Grind down, get the get I the ground he, ball ball. If he can show it to me for two seasons,
1: I'll I'll buy in. Okay. Well,
0: you're out of season in four games. Okay.
1: Yep. <laughs> exactly. And I'm not bought in yet. All right. It sucks that you hate Gumby so much. I like Gumby. Just don't let runners on base. Um final award? Yep. Man, I've got a couple guys pulling at my heartstrings right now. I thought you were going to give one to Toe again. I thought about it, but then I feel like I'm giving Toe an award every time. Hicks had a good series. No, I've, I I have my other award.
0: Dee, Dee had a good series obviously and Judge Dee, Dee and Judge are also perennial Who? awards winner. Aaron heard of those guys. Aaron James Judge. AJJ.
1: I have No, I I've, I've got an award I've been sitting on for a little bit now. And it's the 2021 National League All Star Game Award. Wow! And it's going to Ronald Torres.
0: because <laughs> it's just—it's
1: silly, man. His... He, he's thrown up three for fours like it's nothing, and 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 now what does he have a spot on this team? Is he going to get sent down?
0: <laughs> no, I don't think he'll get sent down. Because I mean,
1: what's going to happen when Greg Bird? So say Greg Bird and Brandon Drury were coming up tomorrow. Yep. So Tyler Austin goes down. We'll say. Yep,
0: yeah, because at, at, just, at one
1: point Neil or or Tyler cracks. We got that.
0: Yeah, and at right right at right now, Neil Walker. If you don't want to DFA him, it's too early. So you give him yeah. another month, and then and then you can bring Tyler back up if Bird comes so, back right now. So
1: Brandon Jury comes up tomorrow. Who yeah. are you sending down?
0: Um. Yeah. It's like
1: Glaber or Andujar. Well, they've already committed to Glaber. They said
0: he's playing. You told me he's playing 140 games. I just don't think they want to. You want to put Andujar on the bench. No. And Tureus is on the (laughs) bench. I don't think the Yankees do either. I think they want to start him. (laughs) I think right now you delay Drury's comeback until Andujar like falters or something else happens. I just think you don't make the move. It's crazy. I mean, that's. I don't know. My boy
1: Toe could find himself in a tough spot. He did nothing but hit again. I think he was what he had a a one for two game, a three for four, and a one for four. And he's hitting four seventeen. And he plays defense all around the infield. And I rave about him every show. And he's going to go to the National League and get a ton of at bats. And one year he'll hit three eighty to the break. And him and Tyler Austin, what they're going to miss. Tyler Austin got the twenty twenty. Yeah, NFL they won't 17.
0: be at the same one.
1: Yeah, Toe got the twenty twenty one. So.
0: Tyler Austin's mom would be very happy about you putting him there. She, she's, uh, she's active on Twitter. Appreciate it. Well, her. I think that does it for awards. The show always takes a turn when you start hating on Gumby. You make it take that turn. No, you do. It's very imp- simple to say.
1: I just came with stats with a one-four-one whip. That's too high.
0: Okay. Yeah. What about three games with uh, three earned runs or less? That's good. Cool. About,
1: party. What about
0: being a stopper and eating innings after two pitchers couldn't even get past the fifth?
1: Yeah, he had a nice six-inning start. Yeah. Probably could have gone seven if he didn't let all those runners on base.
0: Probably. Didn't matter, though. Still got the win, and he saved the bullpen. Good. And then the bats really saved the bullpen by letting our boy Chase and Shreve and Jonathan Holder come in.
1: Chase and Shreve deserves an award. That's all I'll say.
0: He has no earned runs this year, but yeah. but it's he <laughs> did give up a grand slam, but none of them were earned because it was like – an inherited runner and then a, and then like a walk and then an error to load them. Then he gave up the grand slam. So like that's why that's why relief pitching ERA I don't I don't buy in. Cause yeah, Chase and Shreve has like, I don't know, ten innings with a zero ERA right now, and you're like, Oh shit, Chase and Shreve's having a good year. It's like, oh wait, no, but he had like one really, really bad outing. Can I say something? You can say whatever you want. Chase and Tree's having a good year. Oh. But, like, what's his inherited runners? He is having a good year for Chase and Shreve. 8.2 innings, technically no earned runs. <laughs> but that's so even he's, bullshit. Even though
1: he's given up a
0: home run. He's given up a home run and a grand slam. But, dude, he's got 12 strikeouts in 8.2 innings. I think, dude, they need to do another recalculation of ERA where a home run, a home run, no matter how that batter came to the plate, no matter, like, if the guy before him would have been the last out, You still gave up a home run. The fact that a home run can be unearned. Like, I understand your fielder makes an error, which puts the guy on second, and then the next guy gets a a double and he scores. Like, that's unearned because he wouldn't have scored. But a home run is the pitcher's fault at all times. Like, you let that dude hit a home run off you. Jose that... Canseco. Jose Canseco. <laughs> that run should count as an earned run. ERA such a flawed stat in my mind.
1: Jason Treve, career ERA down to 337.
0: He looked good. He hasn't gotten, like, huge innings, but, yeah, he does.
1: 100, 157 career innings, 182 strikeouts, 337. And he's someone that we audibly make jokes about.
0: Well, he's got a – he looks like – Maybe maybe
1: move him to the rotation and Gumby to the bullpen. That's what, that's what you're that's what you want. No, no, I like no. I like Gumby a lot. Gumby's so good at getting out of jams.
0: Throw him in the pen. No, no, he's only good at getting in jams that he gets into. Ah, his personal jams. Yes, yes, he wouldn't like an inherited jam at all. He wouldn't know what to do with it.
1: The David Robertson.
0: Yes, the Robertson likes that. Yeah. He likes coming in and cleaning up your mess and kind of alpha in you. Like, yeah. Like you couldn't
1: take care of this, so now Daddy's here.
0: yes, exactly um and then Jonathan Holder also had a good he came in got called yeah. back up and he goes, what two innings two Ks no earned runs good for him sure and now our dude David Hale is up who might get a start at some point, I think yeah, we'll see. we love David Hale yeah, we saw him in spring training he was he actually looked like really really good that game we saw him. He's going to be a DFA soon enough, though, right? <laughs> yes. How about our boy Batances yeah. coming in in a one-run game yeah. and being lights out? It's now three good outings for Batansis out of his last four. Most, most felt good. Yeah. Actually, Big man. Back right, so, in his so Batances, run run. Batances, his first outing, one earned run, then the blow-up with Pilar in Toronto, two earned runs. Then, since then, He's got one, two, three, four, five, six games. So take away his first two of the year. His last six outings, five of them have been zero earned runs. Yeah. And doesn't doesn't he have a clean sheet at
1: home so far this year, something like that? Um, yes.
0: Yes, he has a clean sheet at home. So, so hey. Does that lead itself lend itself to the head case scenario for Patansis? I don't know, man. Just be, be good, Batances. Oh, I have one more award, but it okay. just kind of like backfired on me. It was uh SwaggerDagger.com right. award, and it went to Chapman when he came in in the first game against Toronto in that ninth inning and was like throwing 100. Yeah. Paul O'Neill said, or David Cohn said, you could see him look at the scoreboard and See his miles per hour, and that he was throwing 100, and then like he got like all cocky and shit, and started flexing right. his shoulders. Like got loose out there. That was dominant. That got me pumped up to see him do that. Yeah. And and then today he walked two batters, but he did get the, the get out of it and and finish it off strong. So good for Chapman. What's Chapman like? He hasn't blown a game yet, right? I don't believe
1: so. I think he gave up an earned run. Uh, eight innings pitch,
0: two two five ERA, zero point seven five WHIP. WHIP. How many innings? Now you want to talk WHIP? He's got eight innings. Seventeen
1: Ks. He's been good. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, he gave up a run to Boston. Boston, and then he gave up a run to Toronto. But neither um, of
0: those blew the game. They were correct. we had runs to spare, so he was just trying to you know get people yeah. their money's worth. So good for Chapman. Yep. Swaggerdagger.com is a company that our friend in uh, high school or college started, which is pretty cringeworthy. No, it's my swagger Yeah. Swag. It's
1: going to be a clothing site. Never, never took off yet.
0: Yeah. Still hasn't to, taken to off. Still hasn't taken off. All right. So we have the twins coming in for another four game set. I don't like the four game sets because it spreads out the time you and I get to talk Yanks. How about yeah, that? It's true. I like the it's two very nice I liked the one game thriller versus Detroit and then the two game with Miami where you and I were basically every day like, hey, let's talk Yanks. Let's talk yanks. Alright, here's what we got. We got O You remember him from the Rays. Oh DeRizzy. Yes. And we are officially now going into series preview. That's the segment change right there.
1: Bum 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 bum.
0: Bom bum bom bom. Bum. That was kind of the
1: NFL draft music.
0: Ooh, do a different one. I
1: know you're excited.
0: Do your snake impression to take us into the the preview, series preview.
1: Come on, I don't have a snake impression.
0: All right, the (laughs) raccoon. (laughs) Nice. Okay, series preview. We got Jake Odorizzi versus Masahiro Tanaka. We got Ah. Jose Berrios, they call him Joey Berries, versus CC Sabathia. Lance Lynn versus Sunny Gray, gross, and Kyle Gibson verse Doom Doom Doom. To be announced. Dum-dum-dum. So it could be David Hale, could be Herman. I don't know if it works out for Gumby, but I th- I saw somewhere
1: they listed Gumby, but I don't think
0: it's official yet.
1: All right, so but he he could right? That would be normal rest. I do
0: not know. Okay. All right, Oderizzi. He's 28 years old. He's from breezy Illinois. Who the fuck cares about that? He's been mm. in the league for six years. All right, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Who's got good numbers off of him? Greg Bird, two home runs. <laughs> Greg, we miss you. Oh, dude, Ronald Torreyes has a home run off Odorizzi. Yeah, uh,
1: so he needs that start,
0: right? Ronald Torreyes and Giancarlo Stanton are both one for seven versus Odorizzi in their career, and Ronald Torreyes has a home run, and Stanton does not. I would love. To. Can we get Teresa on the show? He doesn't speak English. Even better. We need to go I in think person. Be perfect. And then you dress like him, and then we do a whole Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel skit where, you, hey, it's Ronald Torres. Like, oh no, I'm Jake. I'm Jake. Cirelli. This mole is chocolate, and then you eat it. Judge has a homer. Hey, Judge has a homer off a lot of people. Yeah. Gary pretty San good. Gary Sanchez two for two for seven off him. That's pretty good. Brett Gardner. Has a homer off him. But a lot of people have bad numbers, so not the best. What are Tanaka's stats against the Twins?
1: Tanaka. Tanaka Tuesday. Coming on a Monday. Um, Let's see. Dozier's got some good stats. Brian Dozier, their all-star second baseman, if you're familiar.
0: Hates fun. Uh, He's kind of a whiny little bitch.
1: Wow. Um, Eduardo Escobar. 462 and 13 at bats, So I'm going to guess six for 13. Something like that. Uh, no home runs. The only home run is Logan Morrison. Lomo, an old friend from Tampa. Uh, we don't like Lomo. Had, we don't like him. Lomo has a home run, but he's also hitting 190 and 21 at bats. So 190 and 21 at bats, nice. Yeah. So not a, not a ton of great numbers. I mean, they're some of their young guys that are coming up that have helped make the twins a, a playoff team, Eddie Rosario, M- Miguel Sano, they don't have at-bats against them. so
0: Yeah, so we'll look, oh, look for Dozier and Escobar. They have good numbers off Tanaka. Yeah, see. The next game is going to be Joey Berries versus CC Sabathia. Jose Berrios, we've seen him, I feel like. No, no one has – the only person with more than four at-bats versus him is Gardner, who has seven, yeah, and he's got four hits and a double. So set four for seven is pretty good. No home runs. Mm. Clint Frazier has two hits off him, so he must have went two for three versus Barrios the game last year. Didi oh. has a double, and that's basically it.
1: This is going to be the fun game in the series, I think. Uh, Barrios, their young, young, young stud pitcher, going against CC. The a little young versus old stuff going on the hill. Uh, CC. Max Kepler, one of their young guys, two for four with a homer. Miguel Sano also has a homer off of Karsten uh, Charles. So not a lot of history, though. But C- C- C's looked okay so far this year, is- and he hasn't really had good stuff yet. Is yeah. that fair?
0: Yeah. Joe Maurer, is he getting active at-bats for the Twins?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think they platoon him a little bit. Mauer has 11 at-bats against C 273. but In the yeah, last Maurer five was-
0: years. In the last and yeah. over the course of lifetime, nine for forty six, not good. Not good. Tough, tough. Indian
1: CC, AL Central.
0: What about Lance Lynn, who they picked up, and everyone wanted the Yankees. The Yankees wanted to, everyone wanted the Yankees to pick up Lance Lynn at a time.
1: Yeah, Lance Lynn, bizarre, <laughs> bizarro world Yankee matchup. Lance Lynn versus Sonny Gray.
0: Yeah, that's pretty weird. Okay, so Lance Lynn versus the Yankees again. Uh, okay, so Stan has seen Lance Lynn seventeen times. And he's got a home run. Ooh, check out this, Jake. Neil Walker. Yes. Versus Lance Lynn. 40 at-bats, 15 hits, 10 RBIs, 3 home runs, 2 triples, and 4 double. What the fuck? Yeah, man. (laughs) Neil Walker has – let me do my math. 9 extra base hits off Lance Lynn. This is the –
1: the Neil Walker Yankees fans haven't seen yet. If Lance Lynn can't get you out of it, buddy.
0: And then no one else has a bats in recent years versus Lance Lynn, but isn't he having a bad year? Lance Lynn.
1: Yeah. So his last start, um, he gave up five earned runs in one inning. Along with he had five walks, and I think he signed late, so I think there's some sort of he's still getting right from spring training type stuff. Sonny's going back on the hill; he's gotten roughed up. We've talked about it. Dozier and Jason Castro actually had both are hitting three sixty four against him. Dozier with two homers, Castro with one. Everyone else with pretty bad numbers. If you're Sonny Gray, pitch, pitch the good. Pitch, you know,
0: pitch better, please. That's our take. So then in the fourth game, we're going against Kyle Gibson. Check this out, Jake. Kyle Gibson and Lance Lynn are both 30 years old, and they're both from Indiana. You think they had some uh, high school state championship showdown back in the day? Um,
1: I'll say they they knew of each other way back. I don't
0: think they met up.
1: Gibson's team blew it.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool.
1: That's, that's what my gut says.
0: Uh, no one's got a lot of bats versus Gibson. Ellsbury does guard. Eh, nothing worth sharing. Nothing worth sharing about Gibson.
1: Okay, cool.
0: (laughs) We got, all right, let's look at this real quick. Night game, night game, night game, day game. So you can maybe see Romine catching Sonny because it'll be a night game and the next game's a day game. So Gary is going to sit one of those two games. Usually you catch the night game, you sit the day game. You could see, I don't think Boone will do it because it kind of sets a precedent. And if Sonny does have a good game, then you've kind of now given the crazies some credence. That's what I'm saying. That's where I, I know
1: you're against this personal catcher stuff. But at the same time, Sonny goes out and deals. They, they do exactly what you said. They said day game, night game, we got to rest in one or the other. I mean, if it starts turning into that, I don't think it necessarily has to be a bad thing.
0: But we'll see. I'm never, ever a fan. I just think Sonny pitch better.
1: Romine's a stud,
0: dude. We got to get him more at bats, too. I don't care if there's not a catcher there and you're just throwing straight at the umpire's chest protector. Just pitch better. Romine's, 29th. A, st- Romine's a stud. a stud. Do you hear the Romine stat uh, with bases loaded or, or with runners in scoring position?
1: Yeah, isn't he like the best hitter on the team the past two years or something with runners in scoring
0: position? He's like the best hitter in the league since 2014 with runners yeah. in scoring position.
1: He's a stud. He's pretty. He might. He's. He's lining up that 2020 NL All Star Game. Don't all our backup catchers have to go to a Pittsburgh at a certain point? Wasn't that like one trade we made? Cervelli and Chris Stewart. Russell Martin. Did he do that for a year or no?
0: Yeah. Wait. Did he come? Yeah. He might have been the yeah, no, or no? No,
1: I think he went there after after us. So 2020 NL Pittsburgh Pirate All Star Austin Romine. It's pretty good news.
0: Good for Austin.
1: Good good shit. Yeah, we're happy. Is his for him. brother still in the league? The other Romine?
0: Yeah.
1: I guess that would be his brother's last name. Um, I don't know. I haven't heard anything from him.
0: All right. I think I think this show's winding down. Uh, that's about all the info. <laughs> let's, let's, let's just talking, and Romine, bro. This is just Jake and I talking at this point. Thank you guys so much for listening. I do have something for everyone that's still listening. So I went, and I, when I put my curse on the Red Sox, how are they doing, actually? I want to – you look up the, what the red Sox score is i look up what the while red Sox i talk. Scores. i was at a suite with affordablejerseys.com now affordablejerseys.com has bought a suite for talking yanks for labor day weekend september i want to say third or something like that there it's going to be it's like a 24 i think we're going to have like 20 spots it's in the bay area i'm going to tweet it out eventually but I would rather listeners of the show get a heads up over just people that follow on Twitter and don't listen. So if you live in the Bay Area, if you are, have interest in attending an A's Yankees game in a suite with Jake will be there. I'll be there talking Yanks, hanging out, uh, free food, free drink, all that stuff. If you have interest, because I need to try and gauge how many people would, would come, email or DM DM me at John boy underscore email talking yanks at gmail.com and just say, Hey, I'd be interested in coming to the game in Oakland at the talking Yanks suite. I need to gauge interest because it could just like labor day, labor day, September 3rd, I think. Cause if it's just, you know, if there's only like 20 people, then perfect. But if there's 50 people, then I'm going to have to come up with contests or some sort of thing to wiggle it down. But I don't want to have to think about that. So if you have interest in doing that, let us know. And that what's the Red Sox score?
1: One nothing A's. So the Red Sox haven't scored since the curse of the Jambino. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so
0: it's going pretty strong.
1: I mean they're gonna start sacrificing goats and, and
0: crap. No, that's that only that only helps get the curse going stronger.
1: Okay, so you're telling our listeners to go sacrifice a goat.
0: The curse is pro goat sacrifice. Pro-goat sacrifice. Yes, obviously. Okay. Don't be dumb. All right, that's the rest of the show. Thank you very much for listening. If you want to go rate and subscribe and like and review on iTunes, that would help us out a lot. Most of all, the Yankees won two in a row and have a chance to win three in a row tomorrow, today, whenever you're listening to this. And that's going to be very fun if they do so. And go, Glaber, go. Did you hear my theory about Glaber's outstakes? He struck out. Then he grounded out. Then he popped out to the infield. Then he flied out to the outfield. So he just got yeah. his outs like in order, you know? So next yeah. probably comes hit by pitch, reach on error, walk, single, double, triple home run. He's just going to bump them all out just in order. Straight through? Straight through, yeah. They they said
1: he has a unique skill to, to adjusting to pitchers. Did you hear that on
0: the broadcast today? <laughs> Fantastic. It sounds really yeah. – it sounds great. Nice. Great. So- <laughs> Some baseball stuff is so stupid.
1: I, I hope it becomes a sincere thing because the the only guy that pops in my head when you say that is like Manny. Because Manny Ramirez used to like mess with pitchers a little bit. Like he'd swing at a curveball and look terrible. And then the next curveball he put in the stand. So if Glaber does that stuff,
0: all in. Yeah. Or or he's just always going to get out in his first at-bat. And people are like, oh, no, great. He's one of the best adjusters <laughs> in the league. Just wait till the second at-bat.
1: Every every first at bat, he has to get out.
0: <laughs> Just goes back into the clubhouse, makes his adjustments, walks back a new man, like uh, finds Zen. They start
1: they start doing that like when starting pitchers always have a rough first inning that they start simulating, like the first inning in the bullpen. They start doing the simulated first at yeah, bats yeah. for Glaber. Oh,
0: first at bats done. How about Mark Stroman? Before we leave, did you did you get to watch that game? Did you see my breakdown Good of him boy. and Didi? I didn't see the him and Didi breakdown. I watched the game. So Marcus Stroman is kind of getting blown up here in his sophomore season. Dude, he's kind of a gimmick pitcher. It's, it's also very early. But he's all about those timing tricks. And there's been a couple times where the batter has like now then thrown off his timing with leg kicks or Didi was stepping out on him. Yeah, and the it, timing stuff sucks. It sucks. Like, I did a breakdown. Him and Didi had basically a battle of timing because he quick-pitched Didi. Then Didi didn't move out of the box at all. Then he pitched him again. Then Didi took a really long time out of the box. Like, hey, this is my time, bitch. And then Marcus Stroman quick-pitched him again. Then Didi just waits and, like, is ready. And then Marcus Stroman does, like, this really slow delivery with a big hitch in his leg kick. Yeah. And it's like, yo, Stroman – pitch he walked him it's like why aren't you gave up seven runs like just pitch is is if you're a major league pitcher and timing games are part of your strategy is that good or bad i think it's a classic case if if they were good
1: at it and you liked it because dude robertson does that a little bit robertson's been doing some toe taps and stuff this year yeah so yeah, it's, it's kind of a like if it's your guy and they're good at it, you like it. If it's the other guy or they're bad at it,
0: you don't like it. I think if if it gets blown up in your face, it looks really bad.
1: Yes. Yes, then it does look like you don't have Major League stuff. Yeah.
0: All right, that's the end of the episode. Thanks for listening, guys. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grandma. Go Yankees. Let's go Yankees!